Good morning, everyone, and happy Thursday. It is August 31st, the last day of August, at least if my clock is correct. And uh, this is the Automation Morning Show. My name is Sean Tierney from the Automation Blog and School. And this is where I take a look at what's new and happening in industrial automation. I want to thank you for joining me this morning. And um, let's go ahead and get started with the show by, uh, I want to start today over at automate.news. And the reason is, I know a lot of people don't get to the end of the program every day. And I uh, just wanted to make sure you knew that every link that we cover in these morning shows, I post up at automate.news after the show. So you can always find all the different links up there. And um, you can see here, we had a podcast come out last night about uh, Mettler Toledo's, Mettler Toledo's new weighing indicator, a very, very cool product. So you can check that out there. And of course, we had the morning show from yesterday. I also wanted to say that we're coming up on our 100th episode on Wednesday. So I'd um, love to get some feedback. You can use a little news tip link here to uh, send in feedback. And if you've been watching the show and uh, just to say, even just to say hi, I would love to get your feedback. So um, if we get some feedback, we will definitely cover it on the 100th episode on Wednesday. So with that said, let's go ahead and uh, get the show started here. By thanking our sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please check out theautomationschool.com. In our first news story today, I saw over at the Automation Direct uh, uh, a story about WEG, electrical IEC safety contactors and motor controls. So I wanted to share that with you. I've heard the name WEG many times in industry, but um, I've never actually used them, but uh, I saw it listed here, so I wanted to share that. From there, we go over to a article from Opto 22 about Spock Plug 3 compatibility. Now, I thought this was very interesting. We talked about this, I think it was last week when version 3.5 of their firmware came out for the Groove Epic and Remote I.O. That actually turns the Remote I.O. into a PLC, which was very cool. But in this article, they actually go through and talk about a little history of Spock Plug 3, which is you know, how you could implement uh, MQTT in an industrial environment. And um, I thought it was very interesting, and I, I've probably not given it justice by explaining it that way, but uh, in any case, they kind of go through the history of Spock Plug, and then it leads to even more information about it down here at the bottom. So um, if you're interested in that, check that out, but I thought that was really cool. From there, we go over to Yaskawa. Now, they have a new article here about um, automating using robots in battery manufacturing. And the first, they're talking about a little... A little um, um, you know, the sustainability stuff, et cetera, et cetera. But once we get into the meat of the article, we're talking about a very interesting application. So if you talk about, you know, all right, so you want to make batteries, right? What do you need to do? So they talk about depalletizing, deboxing, scanning, inspection, cell loading, cell removal, uh, applying adhesive, uh, you know, cooling plate assemblies and all that. So I thought it was very interesting. If you want to know how they make the batteries that go in electric vehicles, Great article. It really covers all the different, maybe not all of them, but a lot of the different cells and processes that go into assembling, you know, the raw, the raw pro products that come in into your brand of EV battery. So I thought it was very cool, interesting to go through all the processes and, and just think about how similar is this to our facility or our, our production line, right? From there, we go over to a new article from... Grace Technologies, and this actually includes two case studies of people using their Grace Sense product line. 
And so one of them is in an automotive application and uh, the other one is in a non-wovens application. But in both cases, they want to me measure vibration and temperature. And so, you know, they'll know if something's going wrong, you know, and they can address it quickly. So uh, I thought it was a good article. If you're, if you're thinking about doing uh, any type of condition monitoring, definitely an article to add to your uh, quiver of uh, information on uh, condition monitoring. From there, we go over to Locus Robotics. They've been publishing a lot of articles recently. And uh, they're talking about how to, autom uh, how to optimize your warehouse now to get ready for the big holiday season. Of course, we always hope we have uh, lots of sales during the holidays, right, for consumer products anyways. And um, so they kind of go through and they start talking about this. And as always, they do a great job and they're working their robots into the story. But they talk about the different things that you can do with an AMR or, you know, a warehouse robot. And um, I thought it was interesting, so I wanted to share it this morning. From there, we go over to our featured product of the day. And today, I don't have a particular product I'm featuring because I'm working on a lot of bonus lessons. So I, I think I actually lost count. I think I have 20 bonus lessons I will be adding to courses. I know there's, I believe there's four for the, my Siemens S7 course. And then there'll be uh, for the ultimate courses, which are you get for, you get for free, you get enrolled in for free. Uh, you know, if you buy PAC basics, you get ultimate control logics for free and so on. So I'll be adding a bunch of bonus lessons to them. These are interviews that typically they're interviews I've done with the vendor. So for instance, I interviewed Rockwell about control logics and what's new with it. I interviewed Rockwell about what's new with version 35. And uh, we recently had an interview with them about what's new with Factory Talk View. I've also inter interviewed other vendors, like I interviewed Festo, and they actually did a demo on how to integrate their stuff with Control Logics. And I've done this with Siemens and other vendors as well. So those are getting added as commercial free uh, bonus lessons in these courses so that, you know, you know, it really multiplies what you get in the course, right? So you not only get all the lessons that I teach, but now you get these really in-depth interviews with experts right from the factory. So it's something I don't know anybody else doing there in the marketplace, even the vendors themselves. And I just think it's great that um, students have that continual learning. It keeps coming and coming even after they finish the course. Of course, you can mock them complete right away to get to your certificate. You don't have to watch them to get to your certificate. You can just uh, click, you know, click them off and it unlocks your certificate. So. With that, I wanted to feature that. I uploaded them all last night. I had to upgrade my plan. It was quite expensive, but I think this is just so valuable to students that I wanted to do that. So from there, we go over to an article, which I thought was great from DigiKey. Now, it's not going to be for you and me because it's what it's like the switch basics. And now I'm not talking Ethernet switch here. I'm talking about actual switches, right? So there you go. But I thought this would be great. So if you're working with a junior person, maybe it's a son, a grandson, or a daughter, or a granddaughter, or a niece, a nephew, or somebody at your school, maybe you're starting to do Lego League, um, you know, or you have a, a, somebody who's maybe in the warehouse who wants to come over into the, you know, uh, and be a technician. Um, this is a great article for them. It really does a good job of going through how switches work and defining them. And um, I thought they did a great job. They cover all types, electronic switches you typically find on circuit boards, like dip switches. You know, they cover uh, toggle switches, they cover push buttons. So you can see most of these are kind of like electronic, but I mean, a push button's a push button, whether it, 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 it's you solder leads to it or you, you uh, put it in a 22 millimeter hole, right? So in any case, excellent article. I love seeing these kind of like basic articles um, mixed in with all the advanced articles they do. So another good one from DigiKey. 
from there we go over to now we talk about we talked about product lifecycle management um, previously it's it's not a product that it's not a topic for everyone but if you are interested in that topic then this is a follow-up article from the people over at PTC talking about how customization uh, is important in these type of products they have their own product called windshield but in any case if you are interested in that topic I wanted to share this with you as I was reading through it, I was like, yeah, this is definitely is for, isn't for everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, if it's a, 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 a topic of interest to you, you'll definitely want to check that out. From there, we go over to A3, the Association for Advancing Automation. And they had an article on code meter. And I always, I, whenever I see these articles, I'm like, most of us, well, I shouldn't say most of us. Some of us are not fans of code meter because it's cop protection that's used by Rockwell and other people too. And it's like, if it glitches, then it causes all kinds of headaches, right? So in any case, but whenever I see an article about them do, you know, doing other things besides cop protection for software, it's like, oh, that's interesting. And so here they're talking about their certificate vault. And this is specifically for X509 certificates. Like you may have a device on your system that, you know, it requires a certificate to talk to it, right? And we see this with OPC UA security and other securities. Um, but uh, I wanted to share this with you. I haven't run across anything that requires an X.509 certificate, but they do talk about machine-to-machine -machine communications and that they can be a certificate server. So I wanted to share it out with you guys. And if you have any information on this or, or, or links to more information on that, please feel free to share them with me. I'd love to learn more. Uh, from there, we go to the digital newsstand and Positel right on, right on time. They have their uh, monthly newsletter. And um, the first product they're talking about in the newsletter is a spring-loaded pivot arm for encoders, right? So if you have a measuring wheel that goes on the end of your coder, a lot of times it needs to be mounted on a spring-loaded pivot arm. And it, I thought it was really interesting that they actually offer that themselves and don't go to a third party. They also talk about upgrading your servo motors with one of their absolute encoders. They actually sell kits so you can upgrade them. And uh, let's see what else they had here. And down here, they also talk about the position sensors. So they sell both inclinometers and linear sensors so that if you need to, uh, you know, if you're, you need to upgrade your forklift to take that into account, or maybe you have an AMR or you make an AMR or you want to modify an AMR or other device, then um, they make those products there. And then they have a little video here of using their IOLink, one of their IOLink-based encoders. So that is their monthly newsletter. And with that, let's go over to events. So I saw a couple of events that you may be interested in. Uh, Control Station has a, an event on Tuesday, September 26th at 10 a.m. Eastern. This is a free event, and it's titled The Habits of a System Thinker. And this is like a panel discussion. So those are always a lot of fun. And if you guys are interested in learning more about that, of course, the link will be at automate.news. And the other event I saw here, now this is, this is an interesting event. September 29th, uh, 28th through 29th, Exida is going to be having a webathon, a 24-hour webinar. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of work to put that together. And they have all these guest speakers. They're going to be talking about machine safety, and they're going to be talking about cybersecurity. So I don't think I'll even get to watch uh, a couple hours of this. But man, what, a, what an amazing thing to try to do. And hats off to them because I know the work that goes into something like this is tremendous. Now, I don't know if it's going to be live or if they'll pre-record everything and then schedule it to go out over time. I know a lot of people are choosing to do it that way. 
but in any case it's still an amazing and, and massive uh, uh, effort to put something like that together so again that's september 28th to september 29th and uh you know if you're interested in machine safety functional safety cybersecurity, um you may want to check that out from there we go over to downloads only found one download of interest and this was the uh, latest version of pq advisor compact from siemens this is version 1.6 so this is uh, power quality software from there we go over to uh manuals only found one manual of interest today um I fe it feels like everybody's getting ready for a long weekend right and so if you're not in the u.s this weekend is a long weekend monday's a holiday so in any case um this is the cymatic ipc 227g manual and um that's uh, industrial pc um not everybody uses the ipc acronym but uh, in any case um you can see here it's 100 and some odd pages about operating it and just to show you what it looks like here i thought it was a very interesting looking device you can see it right there so uh, your standard uh, brick pc industrial pc and uh, i always love that they have all kinds of ports you know two serial ports two ethernet ports actually three ethernet ports um usb 3.0 looks like four of them two display port and that looks like i think we got them all but in any case they have an ssd slot as well so I love it. You know, when vendors give you just one Ethernet port, it's like, really? So I'd love to see all the different ports on this unit. From there, we go over to our science and technology um, section here. And uh, what I found here was just an explanation. So yesterday we looked at the chart talking about which programming languages were the most popular, right? Well, how do they come up with that ranking, right? It's kind of, we saw ladder logic was way on the bottom, way below LabVIEW. And, um, you know, it kind of felt like maybe it was underranked, right? But in any case, um, this article from IEEE talks about the mythology and how they went about calculating which, which languages were the most popular. So in any case, I thought it was an interesting read, kind of explaining, you know, the thought process behind, the, behind their ranking. I don't think their ranking is perfect by any, any means. And, and um, you know, definitely not in our industry in automation the rankings not even close but in any case i thought it was an interesting article so i want to include it in this section and with that hey look if you have any comments or if you think i missed something about the news today some new article even if you're a vendor and you're like hey you missed our news story please send it in by using the news tip link that brings you to this form here and also um, i want to thank our sponsor theautomationschool.com if you are enrolled in any of the extended courses or the siemens course um I think I even have a bonus lesson coming for the CCW for VFDs and for Factory Talk View. So um, you may want to check later today to see if you can check out those bonus interviews um, that are going to get added, no charge. Uh, from there, um, just a reminder that you can, whoops, I forgot to click on view as a member, but you can join our community. You can follow for free or you can join for $2 a month. And this is what you'll see, not that other view, that's the administrator view. But I do post everything I work on up here. Plus we have a lot of back and forth. The latest one was about adding multiple panel views to a system. But in any case, uh, I wanna thank everybody. I get these little notices every day of new people following. So I just wanna thank you all. And uh, we will be doing uh, live streams. Uh, didn't see, a lot of people didn't check out the last live stream. So I'm not jumping right back into it, but uh, it is something I wanna do. I'm gonna start collecting all the random questions that come into me over the course of the month and start covering those in a live stream up here for members only that that'd be a lot of fun but in any case also i just want to mention too one more time that we did have a new podcast drop last night 
I thought it was an excellent podcast. It's about Metla Toledo's new IMD360 weighing indicator. This thing is pretty awesome. And it's just not for new applications. And it's just not for Metla Toledo devices. They can actually put this on other people's load cells. And um, it's just, it's pretty phenomenal. It's like a mini HMI. You can actually upgrade it and do like graphics on it. So I um, just thought it was very cool. And uh, if you guys, uh, you know, you have a drive and you just want to listen to something, check that out. And of course, you can also watch it on all the places we do video. Uh, just want to thank too, I saw somebody else uh, picked up a, a copy of my ebook last night. Thank you very much. Every sale goes right back into the automation blog to make it better and uh, allow us to do more and more. Um, also, um, we have video collections which you can purchase. I see those going through as well. So thank you to everyone who does that. As well as everybody who picks up coffee cups and t-shirts. Really appreciate you guys. You, you help keep us going. And with that, that brings us to the end of today's show. Um, thank you for hanging out with me. Again, if you have any comments for our 100th episode, even if you're just saying hi, please use the submit news link. Cost if you think I missed some news or if you're a vendor and you're like, hey, you missed this uh, story, please feel free to share it in there. I am meeting with vendors, uh, multiple vendors over the next couple of days. So I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully get a, um, um, I want to have a new vendor on for Wednesday's podcast as well. So I'm hoping to be able to film one of those. But with all that said, I just want to thank you for spending some time with me this morning to take a look at what's new and happening in industrial automation. And I want to wish you a very happy, safe, and healthy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.